Well, 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 look who it is. It is you. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of From the Inbox, the podcast. As always, I'm Cam Wilkinson, your host from Dusty Oregon. And I've got a nice interview this week with Dazer May lead singer Aiden Andrews. If you're unfamiliar with Dazer May, they are a wonderful Vancouver trio doing some cool indie pop stuff, breaking out into the Canadian music sphere. And they've got their debut album coming out later this fall. We're going to talk a bit about that as well as they've just released a new video for their track Ego, which will be off that album. And it's a, it's a lot of fun. What can I say? Plus, that's not all we talk about. We also dive into what it means to being able to stick to your guns, trusting your gut, and just trying to make the best of what you've got. So if you like the show, don't forget to follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, you can sign up for our monthly newsletter through Dusty Organ. It's a nice little recap from every month and it keeps you up to date on all the best new music. And if you're able to, please consider supporting Dusty Organ directly through Patreon or Buy Me A Coffee. All new subscribers get a wonderful welcome bundle, which includes a personalized mix CD, customized to your taste, and some cool swag. Just search patreon.com slash dustyorgan or buymeacoffee.com slash dustyorgan. Thanks for tuning in, and here is the interview with Aiden Andrews of Days or May. Hey, I'm Aiden from Days or May. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hello, Aiden. Yeah. I told him not to say anything after that, and I left him hanging there. I'm sorry. That's okay. Thanks, thanks for coming on the uh, From the Inbox podcast. podcast. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. My pleasure to have you for sure. And um, the reason why I'm sitting down with you today is because you and your band just put out a new music video, new track, and announced an album that's coming out very soon as well yeah um so first off i guess let's just talk about the most recent video for ego which is pretty cool um for people who don't know actually let's take it one step back even further sure let's say somebody doesn't know days or may the wonderful three-piece out of vancouver who are you guys i know two of the members aren't here so you can speak on their yeah. behalf if you want sure yeah um well we're two twin brothers um and me um we've known each other for most of our lives um uh it's me um i sing and play guitar and keyboard and stuff like that and ukulele um and then we got nolan bassett on the bass and the keys and then carson bassett on the drums and um programming and stuff like that so it's uh it's just three dudes from a small town in bc called vernon um and we're all living together in Vancouver now, just trying to make music and um, be a yeah, be a band. <laughs> yeah, and doing a pretty good job of it, job at it too. Because thanks, uh, man. Yeah, your sound. I remember I first was introduced to you with uh, the song "Role Model," mm. features Tessa Violet, which is a, a co-label um, member as well or roster member. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just like such a cool. It, futuristic but alternative and just such a rhythmic sound you guys got going on um and i'm kind of curious because you, like you said you you guys have known each other your whole lives um do you remember how you guys you, you became friends with the bassett twins do you have a um, little origin story yeah i mean 
it's kind of something that was really big in our in both of our lives was from like a young age was um cross-country skiing like nordic skiing um there's a big scene for that where we're from so um we kind of started really early like we we're like maybe six or seven years old and i think the first time we ever met yeah we must have been like seven and we were just in the same i think just in like the same ski group um and our parents kind of knew of each other and stuff and um it just kind of it was like just this proximity thing and and just kind of met yeah just just from that relationship between the parents and and with the skiing um but i didn't start playing music until maybe like three years later um just because there was nobody there was nobody else that wanted to play music like um in the way that we did so i, I we just kind of ended up being drawn together basically do you remember your like one of your first songs that you guys ever wrote oh yeah <laughs> yeah did it make its way onto the new album this it's it, yeah no that'd be pretty funny but um it was trash <laughs> oh that's, yeah that's fair uh, yeah <laughs> that's always the case though like your first especially like what 12 years old i can't imagine yeah. uh and you guys you guys have spent a lot of time together like in middle school and high school obviously because it's a smaller town and stuff but what's really interesting i thought is a lot of these tracks that you guys put out recently were heavily influenced by you know your experience kind of going through these rites of passage like you know graduating high school um and stuff like that at least for was that everything is changing was uh kind of based yeah. off of a post-grad camping trip any yeah uh, yeah yeah i'm kind of curious like what was the enlightenment out of that uh, situation for you like what did i get out of it yeah like uh, how did this you know how did that kind of how did the trip kind of inspire the song and everything um we were we graduated yeah and think in june 2017 and so the trip was like in july i think um and it was just i don't know it was kind of weird i i um I knew basically my whole kind of thing, um, which has kind of gotten me into some weird situations is like, um, <laughs> since I was 10, this is what I wanted to do and haven't faltered on that. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. But it, it's, it's been kind of a, a pain in the butt sometimes, but um, like socially and stuff. So I, I think like, I wasn't what I wanted to do. And I was like, as soon as we get out of high school, that's what we're doing. Obviously, you know, I had no questions about that. Um, mm -hmm. No doubts about that. Um, and we got out and it was like, okay, cool time to go. But then it was just like this feeling of like, I think, I've, I think when we were talking about the song, I said like feeling of like swimming over the deep end, like off a drop off. And suddenly there's just like this huge expanse below you and all around you. And you don't really, there's not as much of like a solid ground to kind of anchor yourself to. Um, and so, yeah, it was just this feeling of like, oh, cool. I know what I want to do, but I'm also like terrified. Um, and if for some reason, it just feels like it's scarier now and it's like harder to do and um, it could go either way. Whereas for some reason in high school, it didn't feel like that. Um, yeah. yeah, that's kind of where it started, I think, lyrically with the song. And um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I, I think it's really important for a lot of young people is that transition from high school to the real world it can be, you know, like you said, it feels like there's nothing at the bottom, not even like a solid spot. I could just feel like a vast emptiness. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of curious. I know you said it was like some very uncomfortable conversations with quote unquote adults. And I'm just kind of curious about your experience, maybe a bit more specifically on like how you decided to, you know, 
stay true to your guns and, you know, fend off these, I don't say haters, but uh, yeah, I guess ne'er-do-wells or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I like, I kind of care what people think, but at at the same time, I, 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 I don't care at all. So it like at the time it was like, it was frustrating that there was that people, what was frustrating me was more that people were spending so much energy and time trying to tell me to, you know, be like a, a doctor or a lawyer or something. Um, and, and I kind of just, it just got, it got frustrating enough that I was like, okay, you know what, I'm just going to like use this energy and just put it back into working towards this thing and, and, uh, you know, make a, make a song out of it or, or whatever. And, and, try to level up. So, um, I mean, it helped to, to, you know, eventually get like a bit more of a team behind you. Cause then you could be like, yeah, well, I'm, I have a manager. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not like a lot, you know, a lost cause totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, it shows people are willing to support you and stuff. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was, uh, it was, I guess, you know, with when we wrote everything's changing in that first kind of few months of being out, that was scary, but, you know, writing the song, um, kind of was what helped me get through it and, um, deal with it. And, you know, I had a pretty good, pretty good, like support system around me and we were lucky to have, you know, Joanne, our manager and, and everybody kind of, um, helping us move this forward. And, and the goal was to, you know, go somewhere with it. So, um, it didn't feel like I was totally out there alone, which is cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, those conversations got with you know, those adults, those awkward conversations got less and less. And, and now it's more of a, oh, cool, you're still doing the music thing. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, you should be a lawyer now, you know, so it, it's, it's calm down. It's good. Yeah, you kind of, I don't want to say proven yourself, because you don't really have to, you know, prove your status to anybody. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of almost like showcase that they were kind of wrong, in a way. Yeah, that's uh I hope, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Was it, uh, did you find that it was like, I feel like too, is it, was it family that was, you said the family is pretty supportive about it. It's mostly like, I'm sure teachers and strangers and. Yeah. Yeah. Which was great. Like it's lucky that, you know, my family pretty much. Yeah. I don't think I ever had a weird experience with anybody on any part of my family on that. It was more, yeah. Teachers and um, like people I went to school with parents and stuff like that. Um or just like random people that I barely knew, just like asking me about what I was going to do after high school. Um, yeah. Uh, did you ever sure. like, did you ever have those days where you were like, Oh wait, maybe I should go to university or something. Did you ever have those like no. doubts? Uh, wow. No, I, it's just not my thing. Um, that's awesome. I don't know. I, love the I think confidence. I've been, thanks. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I think I've been blindly, confident like about that since we got into it I I think I just um I don't know I just I just kind of never really the more and more I thought about like that kind of like cycle or like that that path that a lot of my classmates were going down a lot of my friends were doing it just got really it got really depressing and I was like I can't see myself doing that at all um Mm -hmm. so yeah I've never really ever felt like I had to and I never felt like um, you know, I'm open to, I'm open to the possibility of like doing that. You know, I, I would like to maybe eventually, I don't know. I like learning stuff, so I, I wouldn't be opposed to it eventually, but, um, 
yeah, not it, just not really in my uh, immediate future. That's fair. Honestly, I think that's one of the, I was, sorry, I was on a friend's podcast uh, recently too, and we kind of got on the subject as well. And, you know, mm-hmm. like I graduated from university five, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think it's, it's a good decision for a lot of people to go through, but at the same time, like taking some time off to really, you know, figure yourself out or in your case, like chase your dreams and make them a reality. I think that's mm-hmm. more valuable than, you know, adhering to the societal norm of you must go directly to, you know, yeah. go, past go, go right to jail kind of thing for four years and yeah, spend exactly. absorbent amount of money. So, <laughs> and I know you guys are very, like very, obviously it starts going back to your country skiing. I didn't know that about you guys, you know, just mm. being outdoors a lot. And I find that uh, you guys seem to really pull from nature as a big influence for a lot of your, you know, yeah. your songs, especially your music videos. Um, just being out in the wilderness too, in that, you know, outside of Vernon on that trip, how much did that play a part of your, uh, your writing process and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I'm super lucky um, to have grown up the way I did. And my parents were always huge into the outdoors and still are. Um, My dad, especially um, it's like a mountain glacier climber, kind of like rock climber, dude. Um, Trail running kind of thing. Yeah. So it was, it was like a big part of my childhood. And um, he always kind of showed me this appreciation for being, especially in the mountains and, and um, yeah, just like out in the real wild, like expanse where there's like nothing around you and you're so much smaller than everything. And it makes you kind of insignificant um, just compared to the sheer size of like the nature around you. So that was always like a huge thing for me. And and I think that's probably a huge part of why I write songs um, was getting to be out there so often and being like total silence and, um, yeah, I, I think he always he always uh he always said when you're out in silence like that and you can kind of just sit and and be totally quiet, um you can kind of hear eventually if you listen to yourself, you can hear um how you really feel and, and what you really want to do and how you really think about things and stuff. So I think that's where that's the reason I write songs probably still. Um and I still go looking for that sometimes when I feel like I need a, a booster or a refresher or something. So, yeah. yeah. Do you find that, uh, like, do you, do you remember that moment when you were younger, when you decided like making music is what I want to do for the rest of my life? Was that kind of related to that sort of, um, I guess, nature awakening sort of thing when you guys were younger? Uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't total. I used to, I mean, I used to think it was be really cool to like live in a city and stuff um <laughs> so it wasn't Small like goals yeah yeah um and now i live in a city and i'm like i just want to go back to like being in a lake or like a forest or something so um yeah, yeah i mean i it's pretty vivid memory for me to be um like with the first song I ever made i was like in my i had just i wrote it and i was so stoked about it that i had to like go move around <laughs> um so i was like out in the backyard um just like thinking about music and then playing with my dog or something and um, just being like, wow, that, that feels like really good to like, um, it was like my first kind of emotional outlet, I think. And I needed one pretty badly, I think at the time. Um, So yeah, I was just like, if I can keep doing this, then like, that's, that's all I want to do. 
That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it's always interesting, like especially as kids. I find you you don't really realize it until much later, but that's kind of when you start to realize that trusting your gut is very very important. Yeah, and uh, especially as a creative type, I'm sure that you know it's kind of coming more clearly in your brain where it's like, oh yeah, like I kind of knew what I wanted and knew what I was doing younger uh, at a younger age. So that's awesome. And um, with you know you're talking about in high school too, how it's kind of it was kind of a difficult thing. What did, what did you mean by, you know, kind of socially difficult, mm. uh, want to be in a band and stuff? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, yeah, like, like I said, we were really lucky to have, um, the support like from our parents and stuff. So I was never really questioned at home about it, which was cool. Um, but it just was like a weird thing, especially, um, towards the end of high school when people from universities start coming to like recruit you or like talk to you about career, career, um, paths and stuff stuff, like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just some not great, not comfortable conversations with grownups, um, adults (laughs) and like, um, yeah. And, and, you know, trying to have like, um, I mean, I was like a, a kid, but like trying to like be in a relationship with somebody or like, um, you know, prioritize things in a healthy way. Um, nothing really was, I was never really able to put anything above music. So um, besides like my own family. So uh, yeah, it just made some like not super, uh, not super fun situations, but um, I don't know. I, I I was kind of, I accepted that. I, I kind of felt like that was the, uh, that was what had to be done you know um so i may, maybe made me look like a bit of a, a sociopath but like <laughs> um but i was okay with it yeah most mus- i feel like most musicians secretly are uh sociopaths to some extent where it's like well, i just i only yeah. care about music what do you want from me like this is why i'm on earth so yes yeah. that's, uh, <laughs> that's that's funny well you know what that's i think that's a big important thing too is especially you know if there's a lot of younger musicians uh listening and stuff too is there's going to be times where you have to make you know, crazy sacrifices and really strong decisions. And uh, yeah, yeah, just goes back to trusting your gut and stuff. And it seems like you guys have been able to stick through that. And do you feel like it's made you, do you feel like any of that kind of was brought into the album at all? Into uh, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, um, the reason it's called Just Existing is like, um, we were trying to, the EP before it had such a strong concept and like uh, had a th- common thread through all of it. And when we were trying to figure out what the deal was with with this album was like um it didn't feel like that it just felt like a journal it felt like kind of like a bunch of things like scrapbook together um and so just exi- just existing was just kind of this way of like these are just a bunch of kind of like independent snapshots from all these different points in our lives i think probably going back farther than we probably realized at the time um in terms of what we were writing about um yeah so i mean i think it it's definitely there i think a lot of i mean a lot of these ideas are um decently old like they've been around for a while and it's just kind of now we've been able to figure out how to like reframe them and recontextualize them in a in a way that feels good yeah and uh i guess in that sense too like moving on to the like your new track ego um, from what I understand from the press release, you're saying how you wanted to write it as unaided as possible. 
mm, yeah. where you wanted to try to like almost like a songwriting exercise. So uh, kind of how does that sort of outer body or out of mind sign of uh, kind of mentality play into just existing? Um, not so much into the rest of the songs. I think ego was like a one-off um, experiment. I, uh, I don't know. I was really into, um, I would just go on Wikipedia and hit like random article and yeah. I would just read whatever. I just wanted to like, I don't, I don't know what I was, what my process thought process was, but, um, I want, then I found, um, I think it's, I think it's just a page for like Freud's theory of ego and super ego and id and stuff. So I, I just was like, maybe I can, I was kind of stuck on songwriting. So I was like, maybe I can just write a song about this, um, and, and play, um, each section as like a different, as like the ego, the super ego, the id, and kind of see if I can write from these different voices, um, lyrically and stuff. So, um, it was a one-off thing. I, I, I feel like there's definitely traces of what I'm talking about in ego in the rest of the album, but I, I, uh, it was it was like this huge experiment that just happened to work out basically <laughs> okay yeah that, that's not a bad thing at all yeah that's cool it's a great song too and it, it kind of at least it, you know cohesively with your sound it's it's you guys are very rhythmic and stuff like i was saying before so you know it all fits like glue uh, cool. to some extent right out of curiosity speaking of wikipedia did you ever play that uh like article go from point a to point b game yes i did yeah for yeah. sure have, have you guys done that on your twitch stream yet no that's a good idea though yeah i might I, <laughs> If I don't do it first, you might as well. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. other people have done it, obviously. But yeah, speaking of Twitch and stuff, because I know you guys are on there now too. We were just talking this about this before we started this interview. But uh, uh, first off, don't forget to follow me on Twitch, people at Dusty Organ. But also, Days of Bear on there too. And how important I, I feel like a lot of, especially nowadays with lockdown and whatever, artists are finding new ways to really connect with their community. And how much has your stream been a part of that for you guys? Yeah, man, it's been crazy. Um, I was, I'm really glad we got into it when we did. Um, we were, before that, we were kind of doing like, we were doing Instagram lives and stuff like that, but it wasn't as, I don't know if it was a bit more limited. So mm -hmm. to what you could do. So I, I uh, yeah, I mean, it's been super fun. I, I feel like I'm still working on all the kinks and trying to make it more immersive for people. Um, a bit more like on brand and, um, yeah, just make it a, a more exciting thing to watch. But um, I mean, it's been really cool to like connect with people and, and we've made a lot of new um, friends through that too. Um, oh, it's amazing, yeah. Yeah, people that would have otherwise probably not have seen us on Instagram or Twitter or something. So um, yeah, it's been really cool. Yeah, I find that's a big difference is because I, you know, like I looked into Instagram Live and stuff too as an option for myself. And yeah, I think limiting is the right word. Like it just doesn't give you that much reach to strangers really. And uh, I feel like Twitch is just a much better platform for connecting directly with people. You can actually, I feel like you can actually converse properly with, you know, chats and stuff like that. Yeah. I think the layout is more, um, yeah, I think it's just, it's easier to, I don't know. It's easier to, you can, I just feel like I can do anything on there. I can like, you know, do any game I can screen share. I can, show people demos for his Instagram live. It's like, I could show you an old demo if I played it loud enough through a speaker, like, you know, so. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. And you guys have been, you guys have done some pretty like weird stuff on there too. I, uh, <laughs> I tuned in a couple of weeks ago and you guys were collecting like points to see uh, for somebody until it's like smack you or something like the slap, <laughs> the iconic slap. Yeah, the slap. Yeah. 
<laughs> um yeah for some reason especially on twitch there's a i know it's a joke so um <laughs> i hope they i hope they're okay with me saying this but there seems to be a collective um there was a collective decision made to just kind of uh bully me <laughs> um so i like playing oh into that i like playing into it but it's that, I, it's it's in good fun. It's a joke. Yeah. Did that have to do with the hat stacking? Thing yeah. You guys do too. Yeah. You can add a hat if you uh, if you donate or if you um, use the channel points and stuff. Yeah. That's so I've so had funny. like every hat. The last stream was like put on every hat in your house. So it was yeah. It was pretty. Wow. It, it wears down on your neck after a while. I was gonna say it was. It got pretty <laughs> high. It looked like yeah, it, it was, was high. It was yeah. heavy too. You wouldn't think that though. You know. Yeah. I guess maybe the next step would be like layers of t-shirts or something like try to yeah. I'm yeah. sure if you've seen that episode of friends where Joey Tribbiani out of spite yeah. wears all of Chandler's clothes or something. Yeah. yeah we talked like about that. it. Okay. See, there you, go. you guys don't, you guys don't need me. <laughs> what am I doing? Save my, save these ideas for my own stream. Um, and speaking of, you know, changes and stuff and, and readapting and, and things. Cause I know uh, a lot of your earlier singles, you guys had mentioned that, they were kind of written based on your experience touring and cause you guys have done quite a bit of touring for a young band. Like you guys went to Europe for a couple shows and, you know, across Canada and stuff. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I, it was Tessa Violet, right? That brought you, brought you along or. Uh, yeah. For one of the, we've been lucky to do the U S uh, twice, three times now. So she was the, she was the latest time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, a lot of the songs, I think you were kind of, written through that experience you know trying them on stage and whatnot and is this obviously this new record has been more of a studio process how how do you kind of compare the two like what's what are some differences what's more fun for you guys yeah i mean it's tough it's tougher now i think to not be able to test it um test it as 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 easily um with a live audience but um I think the main difference is we've just gotten we just got better at it. I think um, trusting more in or like focusing more on is the actual just the songwriting good. So like I've, I've been kind of like leaking the songs on Twitch or like Instagram and like just playing them like acoustic um, to see if that holds up, um, see what kind of reaction I get from people. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the focus, especially um with just existing and 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 even with the stuff now we're working on for the next thing is like um just songwriting um so if it can just stand alone as chords and vocals um then we're good and then we can you know worry about production later uh but i mean yeah i i would love to have toured these songs before we recorded them um we were lucky to do that with some of them but um i don't know i'm i'm getting used to being like a more in the studio but i i i miss being able to like have the song bounce off real people yeah actually i want to go to back again to like square one about you know you're you're playing music with your friends and stuff like that mm -hmm. uh how how is that because you know watching you guys interact and stuff online you guys seem very you know very brotherly and stuff it and uh in terms of being in a band together it almost feels like a i guess you're kind of part of the bassett you're like the bassett third third twin right the triplet yeah um how's that been like do you guys have a lot of uh does it go well any fights you know stuff like that uh that it's funny that you say that because um their dad calls me i think the third son or the third brother 
um yeah i mean yeah yeah, we're super um it's kind of crazy the amount of stuff we've had to all go through as a as just the three of us um even before like when there were different versions of this band and it wasn't just three of us in the band and stuff like for some reason there was always it was always just the core three of us that would had to do a lot of that stuff and kind of get put through the most crap unfortunately so uh yeah i mean yeah brothers is right it feels very um yeah i mean brotherly i i you know basically lived at their house for most of 2019 um we we live really close to each other we're all like back in before we moved in together we were basically could just walk to their house and stuff and like we were always i don't know it, it's been um yeah i don't I, I guess brothers is a good way to put it. I, I feel like uh, in terms of arguments and stuff, I mean, probably a healthy amount. I, I we, We're pretty much on the same page most of the time. So it, it's not, especially living together, that makes it a lot easier to, um, I don't know, communicate things better than maybe like a group chat would or something. Um, so yeah, it That's hasn't good. been hasn't been like uh, any huge fights or anything really. It's... Uh, <laughs> We, we're just we trying to pull some we, gossip out of you, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we, we get each other's vibe by now. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. Like over 15 years later. Yeah. So that's that's cool. And you know, but I, I think it's really important too that you guys, like you said, you've gone through some, you know, trials and tribulations together. Mm-hmm. Um, what sort of experiences have you kind of faced at this point of your career? You know, as young musicians, determined to you know do this as a craft, like. What are some, you know, just as a, as a warding on, not warding, but, uh, you know, experience passing on to other musicians? Oh, um, anything you could talk about at least. Cause I know yeah. <laughs> I don't want to throw uh, any shade. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, like you said before, like trust your gut is a huge one. Um, and even if it feels kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of cold or um, maybe mean at the time to like trust your gut on how you feel about certain people, Um, especially if that person is going to be like either making, trying to make music with you or make something with you or be on your team in some capacity. Um, You know, just usually, I found usually trusting, yeah, your instinct on things is not a bad idea. Um, Anything specific? anything specific uh any stories you want to share you don't have to i know uh, <laughs> no, we don't have to turn cool. this into a therapy session so yeah <laughs> i mean yeah i nothing crazy really it's i unfortunately like i mean we've had a lot of you know the classic like um different members in the band um having fights with like fallout with people over creative differences and you know but i mean we were like 15 16 so it was like kind of i guess it, comes with the territory but yeah just um, raging hormones at the time yeah 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 <laughs> um i don't know i mean uh specifically not you know nothing crazy super like you know rolling stone gossip column kind of thing but like uh yeah i don't know uh mainly just the i think the hardest thing the biggest thing for us was like trying to figure out how to stay true to what we wanted to do and and not let that be influenced by a label or um a possible deal um or yeah we had a lot of people when we were like um i think in like 2017 we had a bunch of different um 
I don't know how much I can say, but like a bunch of different um, labels in Canada and, and a few in the U.S. like talking to us and um, there were more than three of us in the band at the time and it was kind of uh, just a weird dynamic to try and figure out as, a, as like more th- as that many people and, and uh, yeah, I think it, it kind of leaked into how we were making stuff and um, kind of brought a lot of doubt and kind of slowed us down in the long run. So I if there's any kind of warning, I would just say, I don't know, stay true to yourself as, as much as you can. And, and don't be afraid to say no to things. Um, if you don't feel hundred percent right about them. Yeah. That's interesting. You say that like around 2017, cause was that for your track role model? I know it's gone through some, some changes. Was that, uh, was that the same music video where you guys packed into a truck and bumped around? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah in the back of the van yeah was that that was that was still role model right that was role model yeah yeah and so that's a perfect example i think where it's like kind of you know around the same time i think it was 2017 20, 2018 i don't want to rewrite your own uh, yeah, history like here. earlier 2018 yeah yeah and uh you know i kind of popped out the other time with, with this big hit with tessa violet um has that like is that like an example of like that uh noticeable change where you've uh you know just wanted to be true to yourselves like do you feel like that's a an example for people to kind of get from you guys uh the the version with tessa yeah because i feel like you that that song has like two different versions like one more kind of rocky and the other one more electro pop oh right i mean yeah that was like yeah that that was us that wasn't uh an external influence really um or anything we just kind of felt like I mean, we toured with her and she was like, oh, I love the song. Um, I would love to like, the original idea was like, we just did like this acoustic cover version with her on tour at first. And then it, we just kind of kept talking about it. And we knew that we were possibly going to tour again together. Um, and it was like, right, yeah, it, it came together right before the lockdown, unfortunately. So, um, but yeah, I mean, then, then it just kind of went from there and she, we were talking more and, um she just really liked the song and, and we really liked what she was doing so um yeah it was a bit weird because like that was the first song we had put out since role model and it was just role model again yeah um so i felt a little weird about that and i i didn't want people to kind of get the vibe that we were like you know um i don't want to say selling out but like you know like that we were like doing this like industry strategy gameplay thing we were really just like we weren't we just thought tessa was dope and, and she thought the song was she really liked the song so um yeah i i think that was like that was a thing of like do i actually really want to do this do i feel like there's some sort of influence coming on onto us and i was like no i actually really want to do this so staying true to ourselves in that yeah i guess in that regard yeah yeah i feel like a lot of bands can they start to get a little bit of heat on them when you can hear that sonic shift into more you know i don't want to say label pop but you know you get that very industry friendly yeah very industry friendly kind of electro pop thing but uh you know it's always reassuring to know that it's not the case so especially yeah i mean you know it uh it's yeah i i that's always a concern of mine that people will kind of i mean you know i shouldn't care what people think really about that but um that people it's concerning to me that maybe people get that vibe that we're like trying to be label friendly or something but really i mean the music we're making now and the sound we shifted to is what we were trying to do in like 2017 um we just didn't know how to do it 
and there were more people involved so it was harder to get get that to kind of push through in the songwriting and stuff so now that there's three of us and we're all really on the same page i feel like that's the reason it's kind of happening now that's amazing yeah cool um and yeah with this track ego too um uh you're saying that i think who was it nolan or carson sent you some some beats over and you kind of just sat down yeah carson sent them over and you just kind of sat down with them and reconstructed them so you know that's a perfect example of how really you guys are on the same page uh musically which is always exciting especially with newer acts and stuff like that so it's going to be very promising future I'm, i'm sure when is the um have you guys announced at this point the release date? I, f- I feel like I forgot to ask you for just existing or is it just uh, the, we're going to say in the fall. Okay. So everyone, um, yeah, just the fall. Yes. Yeah, October. October. Yeah. Or, give or take. Yeah. Who knows? Things change. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anything else you want to just mention too? Like I know you guys got your Twitch going, you got uh, the new album coming out, new single ego. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think, I mean, thanks for having us. That's it's, it's been cool to, it was cool that you were just in the, in the stream one day. Yeah. <laughs> I was you, like, actually, yeah, that's true. That's kind of how this whole thing came <laughs> to be. You guys, I think you posted yeah. on Twitter and I was like, oh, well I'm, I'm Twitch streaming and let me go see what they're doing. And it's, yeah, you guys, you can tell you guys are having so much fun just goofing around back there. And yeah, man, it's fun. I love, I love the, uh, I'm not sure if it's ever intentional or not, but I feel like Nolan and Carson are always kind of bookending you like there's one of them on the side yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> so it's like this perfect comedic trio of just like you know that's funny a couple of uh what's, what's the three stooges kind of thing doing the three thing. Stooges, yeah. yeah and you guys actually got me on that uh, that geo guesser game oh yeah yeah after watching nice. that i was like eh, maybe i should do that so <laughs> it's tough it's fun though yeah it's really fun so anyways aiden i'll let you uh thanks again for having for taking the time and coming up yeah. on the podcast of course and don't forget to check out their new song ego and their music video and just existing is their upcoming debut right yeah it's very exciting yeah we can this say that. fall yeah you know i guess we'll say like label debut or official 100 percent kind of status sort of uh debut yeah. so it's always exciting yeah. but uh yeah thanks so much aiden yeah man thanks for having me